Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. Golf had a great weekend in Baltimore as Patrick Cantley held off Bryson DeChambeau at the BMW Championship on Sunday. I must have received more than five different text messages asking if I was watching those two go head-to-head over more than six crazy hours and 24 holes on Sunday. It was a great show between golfers with two seriously different styles. As Cantley earned his fifth PGA Tour win, his second win this year on the sixth playoff hole on Sunday, that puts him in very good position as the PGA Tour enters its season-ending Tour Championship, its final FedEx Cup event this coming weekend. But overall, a great showing for the state of Maryland around the PGA Tour this weekend. Speaking of a great showing, how about a big day for the National Women's Soccer League as more than 27,000 fans showed up for yesterday's Thorns Rain match at Seattle's Lumen Field. That is a new NWSL record. This game was played as part of a doubleheader with the Sounders who played the Portland Timbers afterwards, but a big, big number, 27,000 fans watching the NWSL. This is your morning buzzcast for Monday, August 30th. I'm Abe Madcore. Hope everybody had a good weekend and heading into the final week of August. Hard to believe. The U.S. Open begins today. Always a great event. But the USTA was forced on Friday to reverse its protocols for the two-week championship. Remember, we talked on the buzzcast last week that the event originally did not require any proof a vaccination, or a negative COVID test for fans to enter. And there were no mask mandates either. But on Friday, New York Mayor de Blasio demanded stronger and stricter protocols. So now, proof of at least one vaccine shot is now required for entrance to the grounds for all fans 12 and older, though no masks are going to be required. Originally, the mayor's office was adamant that fans entering the Arthur Ashe Stadium be vaccinated, but the USTA did take Take it a step further and made it a requirement for all fans entering the grounds during the two-week tournament. So a change of plans for the USTA as it starts the U.S. Open today. Best of luck for a successful two-week event in Queens. Another big story broke on Friday. The Wall Street Journal reported that ESPN is seeking to license its brand to major sports betting companies for at least $3 billion over several years. The report stated that ESPN ESPN has held talks with major sports books, including Caesars and DraftKings. Now remember, ESPN has existing marketing deals with both of those companies, but these talks would be deeper. These talks mean a sports book could use the ESPN name for branding purposes and potentially rename its sports book after ESPN. One source said such a deal could include a major exclusive marketing commitment that would require the sports betting firm to spend a certain amount of money advertising on ESPN's platforms. No deal is closed reportedly, but regardless, this is quite a shift for Disney. 
I know longtime ESPN veterans who have told me over the years that they have long tried to get ESPN into the sports betting space, but Disney wanted no part of it. Giving anyone rights to your brand is a very big move because, of course, your brand is your most important asset, especially for ESPN. So yes, there will be money here, big money on the short term, but ESPN and Disney will have to weigh what they are doing to their brand in the long term, especially letting someone else manage your brand in a very delicate space such as sports betting. But again, no deal seems to be imminent, but just the fact that Disney and ESPN are having these conversations represents quite a shift. Let's move over to college sports because a four-person Big 12 subcommittee tasked with exploring expansion of the Big 12 held a video conference on Friday, but Texas Tech Athletic Director Kirby Hokut said that nobody in the Big 12 has directly contacted any other schools about membership and that there is nothing imminent when it comes to possible expansion of the Big 12. Meanwhile, Big 12 Commissioner Bob Bowlesby spoke out again about ESPN's role in the changing landscape of college sports, saying he still believes that ESPN conspired with the SEC and the American Athletic Conference to poach teams out of his conference. Bowlesby has not shared any evidence of wrongdoing, and both ESPN and the American Athletic Conference denied any wrongdoing, but Bowlesby said he wouldn't have said it unless he felt it to be true. So the relationship between Bob Bowlesby and ESPN and the SEC and the American Athletic Conference still frosty at best. Moving over to motorsports news because the big news when Michael Jordan entered NASCAR earlier this year was whether 2311 racing would grow and whether Jordan would see the benefit of staying in motorsports or actually expanding his footprint in motorsports. That was the litmus test for him and really that would be the sign of success for NASCAR. While the signs are certainly looking positive as Jordan and his partner Denny Hamlin have signed Kurt Busch to a multi-year deal and they are in the final stages of securing a charter for Busch's number 45 Toyota in 2022. Monster Energy, a big brand, would come over with Busch to 2311 Racing next year. Now remember, there is significance to the number 45. Jordan wore number 45 when he returned to the NBA in 1995 following his first retirement, but in the NASCAR world, the number 45 has long been associated with the Petty family and 2311 Racing reportedly reached out to Kyle Petty for his approval to get the number back on the track and to be used by 2311. This is a big move for Michael Jordan and Danny Hamlin. They also believe that Kurt Busch will be able to help them win on the track, which the team hasn't been able to do yet this year. But overall, a big move as Jordan and Hamlin look to build out their motorsports operation and Michael Jordan looks to be a long-term player in the sport of NASCAR. Let's shift to boxing. We don't talk a lot about this on the Buzzcast, but Jay Jake Paul continues to look for legitimacy in shaking up the boxing world, and he earned a split decision against Tyron Woodley during their bow at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse on Sunday evening. A report out of Cleveland called Sunday's event electric in front of a near sellout crowd of 16,000. The report also characterized the crowd as visibly younger than your usual combat sports event and had a raucous atmosphere. So Jake Paul getting quite a following in the boxing space. Showtime will replay the bout 
next Saturday evening. And finally, I was very saddened to hear late yesterday afternoon that former IOC president Jacques Roguet died Sunday at the age of 79. Roge was a very cool leader, a cool customer, somebody who loves sport, and he brought stability to the Olympic movement during a very challenging time in succeeding Juan Antonio Samaranch. Roge was a very steady hand overseeing the Olympic movement for 12 years. He was a former orthopedic surgeon from Belgium. He was an Olympic sailor himself, and he oversaw the Olympics during consistent revenue growth, He oversaw improved relationships between the IOC and the U.S. Olympic Committee after years of very tense relationships, and he created the Youth Olympics. I think Roge's legacy is incredibly strong. He was an incredibly good leader and and a very important figure in the Olympic movement. Jacques Roge, dead at the age of 79. And I want to mention that Sports Business Journal is once again partnering with CSM Sports and Entertainment to offer a year-long mentoring experience for women in the early stage of their sports career. The CSM Mentoring Challenge pairs past Game Changer honorees with rising stars in the industry. Potential mentees can visit www. CSMMentoringChallenge.com prior to September 13th to learn more and apply to be a mentee. This is a great program, one we're very proud to work with CSM Sports and Entertainment on in offering a year-long mentoring experience for women in the early stages of their sports career. So check it out and certainly apply if interested. So this is your morning buzzcast for Monday, August 30th, the final Monday of August. I'm Abe Madcore. Have a great start to your week, and I'll speak to you tomorrow. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.